Hello and welcome to You Bet Your Life from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The secret word tonight is people. P-E-O-P-L-E. Really? You bet your life! than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers of America present Groucho Marx in You Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here he is, the one, the only... <laughs> That's me. <laughs> well, here I am again with $2,500 for one of our couples. Well, Groucho, we sent some tickets to the junior high schools in the city this week, and other youngsters who came to our program tonight, here come the two who were selected to be on the show, Elda Height and Philip Bauer. Kids, come on in here and meet Groucho Marx. Well, welcome, kids, for the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Say the secret word and you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. Oh, uh, what's your... Elder is your name? That's right. But you're the younger of the two, aren't you? <laughs> yeah? I guess so. Well, how can you be the elder? I don't understand. <laughs> I can get sued by Abbott and Costello for this. <laughs> how, how old are you? I'll call you Junior, huh? All right, I'm 14. You're 14, huh? Well, you're a pretty short, small girl for 14, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> Where were you born? I was born here in Los Angeles. Uh, what sort of work does your father do? Well, he's a branch sales manager for the Murray Sells B. Marsh. Sales branches? Huh? <laughs> no, he's branch sales manager for the Murray B. Marsh Company, uh, who sells Mohawk carpets. Is that all he sells, just carpets, huh? Well... That's a pretty tacky job, isn't it? <laughs> what, what school do you go to, uh, Elder? LeConte Junior High. What's... Uh, Philip Bauer, is that right? That's you right. The right Bauer or the left Bauer? Where were you born? Uh, at Cedars of Lebanon Hospital at 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> on uh, on uh, February 8th, 1937. That's pretty comprehensive, all right. <laughs> How come you know all this? Did you take notes at the time? <laughs> How old are you, Phil? I'm uh, 14. What sort of work does your father do? Uh, he works for the Water and Power Sanitary Engineering Division. Oh. Well, that's a pretty cushy job, isn't it? Huh? You get free water? <laughs> does your father... Did your father ever tell you how he met your mother? No, but my mother did. <laughs> what did she tell you? Well, uh... It seems that she went down to the beach with some other men, and she... <laughs> that, that's where she met... Where were you? Were you at Cedars of Lebanon then? <laughs> that's where she met my father. At the Cedars of Lebanon? It's a good thing the old boy showed up, huh? <laughs> she might have been at the beach yet. <laughs> well, that was, a, that was a quick roll, and what happened then? Well, they, they were... He, she met my father... Now, there's no need of yodeling, you know. <laughs> Just use, use one voice. I don't care which one you use. Let's not overdo it. Don't use two vo voices. Because if there's two people here and three voices, I get all confused. <laughs> now decide, which, 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 uh, which one are you going to use? Huh? I'm all set. Okay. <laughs> you take the high voice and I'll take the low. <laughs> well, how did your mother meet your father? 
at the at the beach and uh, uh, my father it was a beach coma. <laughs> no, he had a uh, he decided to give her a ride home. And uh, something what do you mean the... he decided? Did he ask her anything? <laughs> no. Uh... Anyway, they got going, and <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that. Isn't <laughs> well, uh, something went wrong with the car, and it kept uh, kept stopping. And That's his story. <laughs> That's an old device. I used to use that myself. What grade are you in at school? A nine. A nine. Yeah. What school do you go to? Uh, Thomas Darking. Where's that? That's uh, at Myra and Fountain. What's Myra doing at a fountain? <laughs> well, is she a soda jay? The, the two streets cross, and Thomas Darking is on the corner. Keep away from him, you hear me? <laughs> what kind of a school is this, Philip? Well, it's uh, it's an old school and kind of artistic. It's. <laughs> who said that? Did you say that? <laughs> Climb down off that ladder there, will you? You say it's an old school and kind of artistic? <laughs> Now you're going to play your bet your life for $2,500. Right, right now, I want you to pay close attention to this. If you're like most people, you look for and expect three things of the folks who service your car. Efficient service, courteous service, and service at a fair price. Well, there's one place you can get them all, and that's at a DeSoto Plymouth dealer's. Yes, sir, you'll find out a DeSoto Plymouth dealer really knows how to treat your car. And that goes for the major repair jobs as well as the smallest ones. His men are skilled mechanics. They've been trained in factory methods, and they really know your car. What's more, they work with the most modern tools and equipment, and that helps them do a faster, more expert job. But not only does your car get the right treatment at a DeSoto Plymouth dealer, you get the right treatment, too. Considerate treatment. Service with a smile. And when you get the bill, you'll find it's reasonable. A fair charge for good work done. Stop in and you'll agree. You and your car both make out best. For you see the famous sign of better service. The friendly sign of a DeSoto Plymouth dealer. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth. The value jewel of the low-priced field. Now, uh... All right, let's see how much money you can win tonight. That reminds me, I have a note here that uh, I have to read. Now listen to this, Fenneman, because this involves you, too. On our first show, we had a question about the Hope Diamond, and uh, I said it wasn't for sale. I now stand corrected. The Hope Diamond is for sale. If there's anybody in the audience who'd like to buy it, I think... <laughs> <laughs> well, that takes care of that. We sell anything on this show, yeah. George, explain the rules of the game to these youngsters, huh? All right, you bet as much of your $20 as you want on each of four questions, and the couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the $2,500 DeSoto Plymouth question later in the show. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected fictional animals and birds. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? Nineteen. 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 What kind of an animal is Dumbo? Elephant. Elephant is right. 
Well, you're off to a good start. You have $39. Let me go in for $2,500 tonight. How much of the $39 will you bet on your second question? 38 What kind of an animal is Ferdinand? Bull. A bull is right. You now have $77. How much of the $77 would you try this time? 76 76 Uncle Elby uh, Uncle has a pet named Napoleon. What sort of an animal is he? A dog. A dog is right. Really climbing, you have one hundred fifty-three dollars. Here's your last chance to be the other couples. How much of the hundred and fifty-three? Shit, the works. Well, shit, the works. <laughs> what kind of an animal is Harvey? Oh, a rabbit. A rabbit, a rabbit is right. <laughs> and you wind up with a grand total of three hundred and six dollars. Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Weren't they cute? <laughs> we have a Western Union operator and a husband for you. Have, huh? Yes, uh-huh. Well, you're a very fortunate man. They, they came out of our audience, Groucho, and they're right here now. Mrs. Miss Vetta Coffee, Mr. Leonard Pucci, meet Groucho Marx. Hmm? Well, uh, welcome to You Bet Your Life. You. Say the secret word and you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. Miss, uh, Miss Velta Coffee. Vetta. Oh, it says, uh, oh, it's Tutti Vetta. Where are you from, Vetta? Originally Portland, Oregon, now from Southgate. Mm-hmm. May I ask your age? Twenty-six. Twenty-six. Well, you're very young-looking, twenty-six, huh? Just checking, you know. <laughs> are, are you engaged? No. <laughs> well, I'm just checking. I do an awful lot of <laughs> checking on this program. I'm more than I do on any other program, too. You see, we have to be very sure about something, so you'll pardon me if I seem overly inquisitive. Now then, uh, are you busy after the show tonight? <laughs> well, yes, I'm afraid I am. Uh, I, as I say, we do a lot of checking around here. <laughs> Doesn't seem to do any good, but nevertheless, we continue checking all the time. Leonard uh, Pucci? Is That's that, right, sir. Is that the way you pronounce it? That's right. You're the husband, are uh, you? are not better. Uh, no, I'm not no. her husband. No. I like that. <laughs> where, where are you from, Pooch? Well, I was born about three blocks away from the slaughterhouse in Canton, Ohio. They have a slaughterhouse in oh, Canton? Oh, sure. We have everything in Canton. Is that so? They don't have Akron. No. <laughs> yeah. are, you, are you married, Pooch? Yes, sir, I am. Got any little mutts? I got two children. <laughs> How long have you been married? Well, I got married while I was in service in the infantry nine years ago. And you got two little infants, eh? That's right. <laughs> what were you in the Army, a sailor? I was a mess sergeant. A mess sergeant. Then your wife married you because you were a good cook, is that it? Yes, sir. You still do much cooking at home, Pooch? Little, just on fancy dishes. Mm-hmm. Such as spaghetti, meatballs, ravioli, pasta vazul. I pasta vazul this morning around 8 o'clock. <laughs> I was going about 30 miles an hour and I pasta vazul. <laughs> you, you say, uh, Vetta, you're a telegraph operator? Yes, I am. Uh, just uh, what do you do? Well, we send and receive messages, gum them down when they come in, send them you on what? machines. Gum them down. Gum them down? Yes. What do you mean? People come in then, you gum them down? <laughs> what is the rate for a telegram? Uh, Where to? Huh? Where to? Oh, you have to have... Ha- well, the rates vary. Oh. Well, let, let's say Pasadena. 35 cents plus 9 cents tax for 10 words. <laughs> I can take a bus and go to Pasadena for two bucks. <laughs> 
Do you still charge for a stop? Like, uh, I know what you're doing in Atlantic City. Stop. <laughs> no. You don't charge for that? No. All punctuation is free now within the continental limits of the United States. Is that so? This you mean, uh, well, I, I could send, uh, if I was real smart, I could work out a code, couldn't I? And Why, send, sure. And send nothing but commas and semicolons? And, <laughs> well, you'd still have to pay, though. Oh. Frightens me sometimes how cunning I think I am. <laughs> And then Vetter talks and my bubble bursts, huh? <laughs> Let's say I'm on the phone and I want to send a telegram. Just what happens? Pretend I'm a customer. Well, I call up. I dial, and first I get the wrong number, of course. <laughs> I Wait. get to Slaughterhouse in Canton, Ohio. <laughs> what class of service would you like to use? Straight wire, day letter, or night letter? Well, night letter sounds pretty good to me. Huh? All right. Uh, what is your phone number? What's yours? Well, what number is this to be charged to? Charge it to your own number. Huh? <laughs> Who is it going to? I was going to send it to you. What is the address of the party that it's going to? Well, it's someplace in Pasadena. I don't know. Uh... No, Southgate. Uh... <laughs> hey, I'm going to get somewhere as a that is. Well... Well, I've learned a lot talking to you, too. And you can learn a lot if you'll visit your DeSoto Plymouth dealer. And, and Vetta, you're a very pretty girl. Thank you. Now you're going to play your bet your life. You beat our other couples, and you get a chance at the $2,500 question. I can't tell you how much you have to win, but uh, Mr. Fenneman is going to remind our listeners. The junior high school students won $306. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. Uh, you selected married names of motion picture stars. Now, you have $20. How much of the $20 are you going to bet? You want to um, bet the whole $20? Yeah. Oh, no, don't bet the 20 If you lose it, then you're all through. I don't care if you bet nineteen ninety, but keep something. $19.99. Actually, I have no right to influence you at all, but I hate to see you bet everything on the first question, because if you lose, then you're... Nineteen ninety nine. You're going to bet. Well, that's better. <laughs> At least you've got you put something away for a rainy day. <laughs> now Joan is married to producer Walter Wenger. What is her screen name? Joan Bennett. Bennett. Joan Bennett is right. Well, you're on your way. You have thirty nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Are you sure of that? This one I'm sure of. <laughs> Remember, you're going for twenty-five hundred dollars tonight. Now, how much of the uh, thirty-nine ninety-nine you're going to bet? All of it. All right. Oh. Teresa is married to a screenwriter, uh, Niven Bush. What is her screen name? Right. Teresa Wright. Teresa Wright is right. You now have seventy-nine dollars ninety-eight cents. <laughs> Here's your third question. How much are you going to bet? All of it. All of it. Frances is married to actor Joel McRae. What is her screen name? D. Frances D. Frances D. is right. <laughs> this is really a sharp cookie here. How much are you going to bet? You have one. Wait a minute. I got it. You have, you have $159.96. How much are you going to bet? All of it. All of it. Jane is married to Gary Steffen. What is her screen name? Jane Powell. Jane Powell is right. Very good. Very good. 
Thanks and good luck from the Minnesota Plymouth Dealers. <laughs> you wind up with a grand total of three hundred nineteen dollars ninety-two cents. Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. Oh, say, I've got a note here to remind me to tell you something. I just finished reading a book called Showbiz by Abel Green and Joe Laurie, Jr. It's the best book I've read about show business, and when you read it, I think you'll agree. Make a note of that, gentlemen. I'll do that. We, uh, we have a housewife and a furrier for you now, Groucho, chosen by our studio audience just before we went on the air. Here they are, Mrs. Anna Badovanak and Mr. Bernard McLean. Come in here and meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, folks, to You Bet Your Life. Say the secret word and you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. Uh, let's see, a furrier and a housewife, eh? Mr. Bernard uh, McLean, you're a furrier, eh? Yes. Uh, where, where are you from, Bernard? Uh, originally from Norwich, Connecticut, but I've spent most of my childhood in Oklahoma City. Oh. But maybe you were a St. Bernard, huh? <laughs> Let's talk about furs. Where is your shop? Uh... Mitchell Furs. It's on Hollywood Boulevard near Normandy. How is the fur business? It's holding up very well. Can you say as much for your fur coats? <laughs> yes, I believe so. I see. Your business is holding up and your coats are holding up. Huh? How about your customers? Uh, well... They're, they're being held up too, aren't they? <laughs> well, after all, he isn't a skin game. <laughs> That's only a joke. Uh, how, did, how did you like it, Bernard? Well, that's not a very good joke for the fur business. It's not a very good joke for show business, either. <laughs> Let's see, Mrs. Anna... Bedovnik. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, you're the housewife, right? Yeah. How do you spell your name, Anna? A-N-N-A. <laughs> Anna, I'm spellbound. Uh. <laughs> How do, you, how do you spell Bedovanek? B-A-D-O-V-N-I-C. Okay? Well, yeah, well, it's, it's better. okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's better. Uh, you have a very interesting accent, uh, Mrs. Bedovanek. Where were you born? Uh, Pennsylvania, near Uniontown. <laughs> I was five years old. I was going to Yugoslavia. Could you tell us how you met your husband? Yeah. I was... <laughs> I, when I was uh, going to... Uh, you, you, Five years old, then I got to Yugoslavia. Then you met your husband when you yeah. were five years no. old? No. Then when I was 15, my mother was looking for my, for my husband. My mother was... Your mother was looking for your husband? Yeah. You were... <laughs> How long mom... were you married by that time? <laughs> my mother was going to a village where's a Badovnik. Badovnik village and Badovnik was husband. They was going there to find a husband named Badovnik. And the village your was husband Badovnik. was named Badovnik and your mother and was village. looking for him? <laughs> yeah. And the village was Badovnik named, too. Why didn't you marry the village if the village was named? <laughs> there was two villages named Badovnik. And one, one of them, my husband, my, my man. You had two husbands named Badovnik? Yeah. <laughs> I got one, first one, I was little, 12 years with the first one. And when I come to this country, they would run away. I never see them. <laughs> How did you meet your first husband? My mother found him. <laughs> my mother found this boy and said, You want to marry this boy? I was 15 years old. What did she do? Just pluck any boy out of the garden? <laughs> Bring him home? I was 15 years old. I didn't know nothing to say. Well, I said, okay. <laughs> I was too young. Now I, been, I know how to pick them. 
It's never too late, Mrs. Bedovinick, huh? Someplace in Michigan, there must be a village named Bedovinick, huh? What about this village named Bedovinick, you say? Oh, Yugoslavia does. And Yugoslavia. There's a village named Bedovinick? Yeah, two. Whole village. Bedovinick and people named two. Well, you said... uh, yeah, yes. You said Bedovinick, so you win $50 and your partner wins $50. Anybody says Bedovinick on this show. <laughs> now, I don't understand. You said there was a whole village named Bedovinick? Yeah, a whole village. Everybody, everybody was named Bedovinick? Yeah, everybody last name Bedovinick. Well, that's pretty confusing, isn't it? <laughs> no, that's... How uh, did the mailman know where to bring the mail? <laughs> that's a different uh, first name, like uh, Johnny or Pete or Mike, like that. And all of Bedovinick. Oh, I see. All the last names are the same. Yeah, all the last names are the same. And the village, uh, town's the same thing. And they had two Bedovinick villages? Two, yeah, two. They, you mean that one village wasn't big enough to hold all the Bedovinicks? <laughs> you know, that's one uh, one side and uh, another one's way far from mother. Not, not together. Oh. Yeah. Good thing, too, I guess. Right? <laughs> now, why did you come to America? I come and left my uh, husband, Bedovinets. Bedovinick. You can't. I thought your mother was chasing your husband. Oh, oh I married this. I, I was married, but my mother picked him. You were married to your mother, and your mother picked your husband? <laughs> yeah, I married that boy. Oh, and then Badovnik. he came to America. Badovnik, yeah. And brought the village with him? Then this, uh, my uh, first husband, when I come here, just run away. Your first husband ran away and, yeah. and, and went back to Badovnik again? <laughs> then, uh, then uh, you know, then when this one ran away, then I got found another Badovnik. <laughs> <laughs> Well, did you find the second Badovinick, an improvement over the first Badovinick? That was better, yeah. It was, huh? Okay. <laughs> I got two John Badovinick, two Johnny, two, two sons. You got two John Badovinick? Yeah. First and last, uh, both same, uh, same name. Oh, well, I got one John Badovinick. My husband got one John Badovinick. Oh. Well, can't you merge him like make a Canadian Pacific or something? <laughs> Well, ladies, be sure to tune in again tomorrow for another exciting chapter of Anna's Other Bedovinic. <laughs> well, you said you make an unusual couple, and uh, Anna, anything I could add at this point would be gilding the Bedovinic. That was a good couple. That was a good couple. Oh, just wonderful. Yeah. I want you to take my advice and visit your DeSoto Plymouth dealer, Joe Bedovinic. Eh? <laughs> Now you're going to play your Bet Your Life for a chance at I the... I don't dis- know how to play Bet Your Life. You want to play for me? You want to play for me? No, you play. We're, we're going to play uh, You Bet Your Bedovinick instead. <laughs> Very easy for you. <laughs> now you get a chance at the DeSoto Plymouth two thousand five hundred dollar question. <gasps> All you gotta do is run your twenty dollars into more than our other couples. Oh, I can't my, tell my, you how my knee red. Anyhow, Mr. Fenneman is going to remind our listeners. Huh? <laughs> the Western Union operator and Mr. Pucci lead with three hundred nineteen dollars ninety two cents. All right, here we go. Let's see how high you can build your 20. <laughs> you selected name the profession as your category. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? You have $20. Uh, want to bet 15, Ann? 
More like 15. All right. All right. What is John Steinbeck's profession? He's an author. He's an author is right. Well, you're on your way. You have $35. Woo! <laughs> Remember, you're going for $2,500 tonight. I'm closing my eye. <laughs> uh, how much of the $35 will you bet on your second question? Uh, shall we bet it all? Yeah. All right, bet it all. All right, Frank Lloyd Wright is tops in his profession. What is he? Uh, you can talk it over if you want, huh? <laughs> Take you a guess. answer. Oh, I'm sorry. He's, he's an architect and a very famous one, probably the most famous one in America. Well, the broke. We can't let him go away with empty-handed here. We're going to give you one more question. And uh, they did win the Sacred Word, didn't they? Yeah. Well, you each won $50 there. Now, here's your chance to win $10. Now, think hard now, and please no help in the audience. This is a tough question. In what sport do you use a basketball? Basketball. Basketball is right. Well, this couple went broke, so that means that the Western Union girl and Mr. Pucci with $319.92 in just one moment get the chance at the DeSoto Plymouth $2,500 question. Thank you. Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Now then, Fenneman, uh, tell the folks about the new 1952 DeSoto. Gladly, Groucho. Friends, the new 1952 DeSoto is really a beauty. It's the car designed for you and your budget, too. True, true. And tell them about some of those great DeSoto features. Well, for one thing, DeSoto brings you Auroflow shock absorbers that help give you the smoothest ride on the road. And comfortable seats that are chair high that give you a relaxing ride and a better view of the road. George, mention those safety rim wheels. DeSoto's safety rim wheels protect your family in case of blowouts. And DeSoto has big 12-inch brakes, too, that respond even to the lightest pedal pressure. Now then, tell them where to see the 1952 DeSoto. It's now on display at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers. See it tomorrow. And when you do, just tell them Groucho sent you. And here comes the winning couple, Groucho, the Western Union girl and Mr. Pucci, all set for the DeSoto Plymouth $2,500 question. All right, here we go for $2,500. I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you. Think carefully and please no help from the audience. Here it is. Elizabeth Bowes Lyon, L-Y-O-N, occupies an important position in the world today. If you can identify her, I'll give you $2,500. Who is Elizabeth Bowes Lyon? B-O-W-E-S, capital L-Y-O-N. Talk it over. What is the answer you two have decided upon? Is she in the cabinet of the United States government? No, I, I'm sorry. It's a tough one, but it's the Queen of England, Queen Elizabeth. Oh, no. no. That's the correct answer, Queen Elizabeth. So that means the big question next week will be worth $3,000. Well, you lost the big money, but you won how much in the qu- How much did they win, Joe? Uh, $319.92. Well, it's not too bad. Congratulations and thanks to both of you and to all of our contestants on the Thank show you tonight. Thank you. <laughs> 
tune in again next Wednesday night at the same time for the Groucho Marx Show, when the big question will be worth $3,000. And don't miss Groucho's television show, also presented by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth. Two great cars, both products of the Chrysler Corporation. And when you drive in, tell them Groucho sent you. Good night, folks, and remember... See the 1952 DeSoto. Folks, here's a reminder from the National Safety Council. Good drivers drive safe cars. You bet your life. Transcribed from Hollywood is produced by John Goodell. Directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. This is George Fenneman signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast.